Sun Talk number 66, man. You know what I mean? We here in the building. I got my brother Ron Bro in the building. How you feel? Feeling good, feeling great. How are you? You know, oh, we bringing out Outcast lyrics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Totally appropriate. You know, Outcast <laughs> records uh, in, in the building, man. Man, we're not going to waste no time, man. We. We got some, some news that, that just hit the wire. Um, I feel like we do have to give people, you know, that's under a rock, like kind of the, the journey of this battle happening by the time that they hear this podcast the next day, like on Thursday. This will be coming out Wednesday. On Thursday, uh, they will... Uh, see this new battle but i guess we got to give them a little preview of what what how did this all come to be mm, okay so um you want to go down the entire timeline or i guess like just a i guess just it's a lot of history man i mean this battle was originally right ti versus jeezy right Right. And, right. you know. Right. I, well, it, the back back story is T.I. has been on a rampage trying to get a, a versus match set up for probably the last, I don't know, last couple months, right? Well, definitely a couple months. Definitely a couple months. He's definitely been throwing his name in the ring. Um, he originally, I believe, the first one was was 50, right? Yeah, we trying to get 50 battle. Right. 50 obviously was not interested. And, he, oh, and, and, and by I the way, him, he threw New York. You know, it was like 50, but he, he threw New York, but he kind of was aiming. 50 was one of them. He did. And it seemed like he was picking, he was picking his battle. Definitely. In that, in that instance. He definitely was strategic about who he was calling out. <laughs> Um, so then most recently, we know that uh, on on Fat Joe's show, Buster said that he would, you know, he would step up to the plate. T.I.'s response was, oh, they're from different eras. So he didn't feel like it was a good matchup. And that could right? be debated. That could be very debated. Be debated. You know, they're from different eras, but, you know. They are. That... I, to be fair, they are from different eras, but I do this this you know just to bullet this point. If you talking mad stuff, like you're talking like I'm down for you know I want all the smoke. At a certain level of talking, you want all the smoke. You kind of can't duck and dodge the smoke that comes back. And Buster, being an OG, being a legend, and being a guy that's cut from a different cloth. Was like, all right, I'll go. 
if T.I., if you looking for a partner, a dancing partner, I'm doing it. He had, you know, at, uh, the new album, uh, Extension Level Event 2. So it was a good rollout mm-hmm. for him. Um, good rollout yep. for T.I. because his album came out that uh, not too long, if not that weekend. And he's yeah, around the same time. Yeah. Around the same time, but he kind of compared his out on this one was the not the same era, and he kind of made Busta like dumb. Like he, I think he said Melly Mel. Like he made him way yeah. before the nineties. <laughs> yeah, he that he, that was his exaggeration. But in my opinion, humble opinion, that was a cop out. It was it was an excuse. It was a valid excuse. It also was a cop out because he knew he couldn't compete with Buster. Yeah, he didn't want to do that. He didn't want to do that. So then, in response to that, the next thing that we hear is, and it was shortly after that, the next announcement is GZ versus TI, which initially, when I saw that, I was kind of disappointed in a sense because since TI had been talking so much shit, <laughs> I almost wanted to see him go up against Buster, right? Even though I do agree it is different eras, sort of. Uh, even though there's some crossover for sure. Um, but he had been talking so much shit. It's just kind of like, yeah, okay, well yeah. then, stand in it. There it know? is. He he called but, you out. He called you out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I did. Yeah, we talked about exactly. this on the last podcast. We talked about this on the last podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and and there was a, we both agreed that there was a ducking on this podcast. We still, I think us, we, our competitive nature doesn't want to let that ever not be, and we and we can even also jump into where his battle ended up, which I think, to be honest, it's still you still. And you're ducking something that you you still gonna have to deal with something where you gonna have to deal with a guy that's got a lot of records. So I don't I don't really get yeah. the the move. Yeah. You had a better chance with Jeezy. Yeah, he did <laughs> for sure. He yeah yeah. But we'll we'll get yeah it we'll get to that. So, so the timeline um uh is so we're at. Jeezy versus T.I., which we all know Jeezy and T.I. are close friends. So their eras are similar, but Tip is before Jeezy. He does start before Jeezy. Yeah. So an argument could be made that even though there's a lot of crossover, that they're not exactly the same era either. Uh, but whatever. We were cool with it. We were, going, we were rolling with it. Okay. Discussions were had as to who would win, so forth and so on. Um, ultimately, it's Atlanta versus Atlanta, so we're happy. Then, I can't remember the exact date, but <laughs> shortly after that, you know, there's a flyer or artwork that's posted on Instagram where we see Jeezy versus Gucci Man. Now, when I first saw that, in all honesty, I thought somebody just made it up. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, I want to pause you on that, though. That, yeah. that that flyer was out, but there was also an interview that was going around, and I I want to say it was on tips, or I want to say it's an interview with Jeezy where they were talking about the different battles 
And I don't know if it was. All I know is that someone asked him about, I guess, the T.I. and him battle. It was asking about the battle. And then Jeezy said something to the effect that, you know, I was thinking, man, why don't we get me and Gucci together and we could do a battle. And, and that I think that would be a dope uh, battle. And, and, and that was out there. And, and I think a lot of people were very surprised that he would bring that up because a lot of people wouldn't look at like that being like uh one of those battles that's that's deeper than rap it's not you know there's some things that may not necessarily be music based that would make it hard to put that together and i saw another story where there was something where people reached out i don't know if it's swiss and tim but there are people that reached out to gucci initially and he yeah. respectfully declined. Right. And then, 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 you know, we get to this poster, you know, where it's like Gucci versus Jeezy. And, and you, you, like you, I thought it was uh, people trying to, like, gas it to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I definitely thought <laughs> There's no way that that has to be a hope. Um, but then shortly after that, we realized that Gucci actually reposted that same flyer, so that's when we knew it was real. So, um, I guess my first question for you is: When you saw that flyer and you realized that it was real, what, what was your first thoughts about it? Um. Man, I I'm going to say something that most people probably are not going to say. Um I actually kind of was very much looking forward. I wanted to see TI versus Jeezy, honestly. Um and okay. from my vantage point, um Long story short, from my vantage point, I think the thing with Gucci is Gucci is like a cult following. As is he's really yeah. like a cult following more so. Like he's more of a guy that like I think if you're in Atlanta, your thoughts mm-hmm. of who Gucci is, and I'm not saying Gucci isn't like I'm sure he's worldwide known to some degree. And I know he's nationally known for sure. Um, but when you think about just the discography, it's almost like it's a it's an underground. He's an underground. I I guess you could say he's an underground legend because if we if we look at his records, like mm-hmm. does he have? A number one does he have like an album that people say is this is the this is his reasonable doubt this is his illmatic i could argue i mean you know there's probably some gucci fan that may be like yo you know um i don't know uh state versus Roger davis is like that was a classic there's somebody that might say that i think Universally, Jeezy and T.I. have universal uh, slated 
classics. Like, like you could be not a, a Jeezy or T.I. fan, and you might... You might know of an album and and you might know that even if you don't listen to it, you can know like, okay, Thug Motivation 101, that's his classic. Like, arguably, if you're learning about Jeezy, you're going to start here. This is one of his classics. Or for um, for uh, T.I. would be what? Um, ah, I can't think of album name. Urban Legend. Urban legend. Urban legend. There you go. Like that's his Trap classic. Music. Trap yeah. music, classic. But if we're talking it. about Gucci, you know, it's like, you know, this is gonna come down to like his mixtapes and those records that people know. And I just, I just, and the beef really is like the story that really kind of is selling it. Um, but if we want to talk about who's yep. the more successful artist, it's cheesy. You know, it's not even really. Come so I just really I wanted to see and also I kind of feel a way and I, we said this in the last podcast I kind of I don't really like the way that the Ti thing has gone I really feel like we were talking about in the last podcast I feel like people are it, it you know it's funny we we were trying to get Ti out of this but it's just like he is a very intricate part of the story because he's the guy that kind of gassed a lot of stuff that kind of all brought this to be. And he kind of has strategically and chess like moved himself where he's trying to pick people that he knows he can kind of move how he want to move. And, uh, and uh, I just feel like, you know, I feel like it I feel like for entertainment value this battle and I don't get me twisted I think Gucci listen we must all look back at the Jay Kiss and Fab battle let us not all just be like yo this guy just got it completely um you know Gucci got a lot of records man and to be honest while I think Jeezy should win, I also think, you know, I, it, it could be. But going back to your question, I, I was I really wanted to see the T.I. versus Jeezy battle. How about yourself? Um, so my initial reaction to the switch up was disbelief. I just couldn't believe it, honestly. Like, <laughs> I just could not believe that they would ever, ever battle. I couldn't even believe that they would want to battle. You know, because, you know, to give the backstory, so for those who don't know, uh, there is a, there was a very serious uh, beef between Jeezy and Gucci that ended up in someone being killed. <laughs> like, like uh, people being sent from, from Jeezy's camp, allegedly. 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 Undermined allegedly. Um, who ran up in Gucci's spot and apparently was a setup, obviously, and to attack him. And he ends up shooting and killing one of Jeezy's friends. Actually, I think it was his artist. What? Uh, wow. And killed, killed him. Jeezy ends up, uh, Gucci ends up going to prison for a murder charge, and he beats it out of self-defense. And so, 
when you say it's deeper than rap or deeper than a rap beast, like, it doesn't really get much deeper than that. You know, putting a hit out on somebody and yeah. them ending up killing one of your friends. Like, it, I, I just couldn't believe that. Even though that was like 15 years ago, even still, I couldn't believe that they would ever want to do anything like a verse. Because ultimately, versus is not really, even though it's set up like it's uh, me against you type of thing, it's more of a camaraderie sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, like a celebration. So, right. And so, like, for instance, when you had someone like a Brandy versus Monica thing, because even though they didn't like each other, and there's rumors that they actually did get into an actual altercation before, it, now, it didn't end up in someone going to prison and then someone being killed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, That's a total so, different level right. of uh, aggression, for sure. And even and even that was surprising with Brandon about it, you know? But this right here, my first reaction was like, I, I just can't believe that it was actually happening. And so I have to believe that somehow behind the scenes they must have pieced it up on some level. They have to have. Because for them to be in a role together, uh, to do something in front of the world, which is somewhat coordinated, um, they have to have buried the hatchet, which, you know, I don't know. The kind of person that I am, you kill one of my friends, <laughs> or on the other side, you, you send people to try to do harm to me, yeah. I'm never being, I'm not going to be in a room voluntarily with you ever to do anything, <laughs> you know? So <laughs> that was my reaction to it initially. Now, to speak to, you know, what you're saying as far as the battle itself, the quality of the battle, um, I would have been probably more entertained by T.I. versus Jeezy. So, I agree with you. As far as Gucci goes, Gucci is like hard to define as an artist. There's not really anything comparable to Gucci as to what he is. Um, Gucci is more of like a, it's like an acquired taste. Like you're either a Gucci fan or you're not a Gucci fan. And so Gucci's success has been that he has that rabbit fan base. But outside of that fan base, you may only know a few Gucci records or features or whatever the case may be. So on the commercial side, Jeezy is more of a successful artist on that in that instance. But as far as the streets go, you could say that it's even or you could give it to Gucci, depending on who who you're speaking to. Yeah, as far as the street yeah, goes. Gucci yeah. put out like a hundred mixtapes. Like, yeah. no exaggeration. That sounds like an exaggeration. No, it's but like a hundred. It's like, it's like literally a hundred mixtapes. And so, being somebody who grew up here in Atlanta and seeing it happen, it, the timeline goes exactly like this. Um, early 2000, like from 2000 to maybe 2003 or 4, T.I. ran the streets of Atlanta. Okay, okay. The artist, the main artist, like being outside, like people say, 
if you were outside, if you're outside anywhere in Atlanta at that time, any classic car or any car period was bumping T.I. Wow. T.I. ran the city. Wow. And it went directly into Jeezy. Around 2004, 2005, all of a sudden, every car in the city that you heard music coming out of, it was Jeezy. Just and like it was that. like that. It was like that in Atlanta well before, well before he got national recognition, before he had songs on the radio, before he signed a deal, all of that. It was like that in Atlanta. Every song, every car that you that you saw with with a system was playing Jeezy. Jeez. So is that is, then, that is this trap or die? Yeah, but this is even before Trapper Dot, and then into Trapper Dot. And then at the time, here in the city, Jeezy was running with BMS. BMS was, I I mean, you can't even describe. People know about BMS, but if you were here in Atlanta, you can't describe. There's nothing to compare that to. It was just a whole different thing. It was a, it was a, it was a, Totally different things. <laughs> like when you talk about takeover, so not only was he this hot artist that everybody's listening to, but he's also running with BMS, and they they run it through the city and back to back to back to back to back Ferraris everywhere. So that movement was a whole nother kind of movement. Jeez. And then, so that was that for you know the next couple of years or so. Then you move into Gucci. So, G- G- so Gucci's Gucci a couple years guy. after. Is he a couple years after Jeezy having his well, bubble? Well, Gucci, Gucci might actually be a year and a half after Jeezy. Like it's around the same time, but from what I can remember, Gucci was introduced. But he didn't run the city until maybe a year or two after that. Then he was running the city. And then the same thing. If you hear a car down the street at the QT, at the gas station, wherever you may be outside the club, those same cars that was playing Jeezy, now they playing Gucci. And that, that carried on for the next few years. That's how it went. So, on the street, it's a it's a fight. Commercially, Jeezy has the commercial right. So when Gucci yeah. got it, did he just never? I feel like sometimes it's the outside of Atlanta looking in. It feels like mm-hmm. Gucci kind of like got the streets and never. He may have never let it go. Do you get? Did you get that vibe at that time? They kind of, he just yeah, held he never, the streets. He did. He did. And then also, uh, if you remember the timeline, Gucci was in and out of jail a lot. Yeah. So he would get quiet because he was in jail. Even though he would still be releasing music, he would get somewhat quiet because he was in jail and then he'd come back out. And then he started introducing the world to a bunch of other artists that were up under him. Like OJ. Which also, mm-hmm, OJ. Waka Flocka, 
then from there you go into all the producers that he introduced to the game. They start working with other people. And so now that sound that was exclusively like a Gucci sound, now that's everywhere. Everybody's adapting that sound now. And he introduces the Migos and so forth and so on. And so he's his lifeline continues because he's introducing these new artists that essentially come from him in some way, shape, or form. I mean, even French and Nicky have some correlation to Gucci, man. Does Future have any so, uh, connection to him? I feel like early mixtapes was Future somewhat connected to that or not? Uh, I believe they did do music together and they shared some of the same producers. Um, so Future, and, and so, so Future's the next one. So Gucci, like I said, had it for that time period and he's introducing these new artists and what's the and so forth and so on. And then Future's the very next artist out of Atlanta with that same thing. Mm. In Atlanta, he was very popular for a year for a year or so before he became a national artist. And that's how it went. Man, I what I I forgot to ask you what like how did the Gucci and um and Jeezy Beef even start? Because they did a record together. That was one of the things that I had saw and I was like, oh, okay, there's Jeezy and then there's Gucci Man with the So Icy record. So for two guys that did a record together, like how did that go left? So um anybody out there that's listening should actually go and listen to or read Gucci's biography. His book is very good. And it's very good. And it lays it out step by step from his perspective, obviously. Now, it's been a couple of years since I've read that book, so I don't really remember the exact details. <laughs> but I believe the fight was actually over the song. And the song is so icy. Of course, that was Gucci Man's first single. And I believe what happened is, if I can remember correctly, it was a Gucci Man song originally that he asked Jeezy to get on. And because the song became a hit, Jeezy wanted to take the song. And Gucci basically didn't allow that because he put the song out on his album without telling Jeezy. And I believe uh, that's kind of like the beginning part of it. So wait a minute, Jeezy, uh, it becomes a hit, right? But it is Gucci's song, right? It is Gucci's song, but Jeezy wanted to put the song on his album. But he didn't want Gucci to put it out on his album? No. Wow. That's what I believe the yeah, story is. Yeah. I can't. I can't remember. This is like yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. Ago, but, but loosely, I, loosely, it's about yeah. the so icy record, right? And I believe some other things transpired during that time period. So we're really talking about like egos and shit like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But remember, Jeezy is on fire at this time that that record comes out. Jeezy is in Boys in the Hood. Jeezy oh, yeah. just signed the Def Jam, and Gucci Man really isn't anybody. Even with the So Icy <laughs> record, he's just a guy with a song. 
at that time, he's a guy with a song. And and before that, before So Icy, Gucci Man put out a, a song that was popular here in Atlanta. I don't know if it was popular outside of, of Atlanta or the South, but uh, the first song that I remember Gucci Man on was Black Keys. Yeah, so I've heard there was that, a song yeah. called In My White Tee. Gucci Man did a kind of a remix of that song called Black Tee. Mm-hmm. And that's how he kind of got on the map. And the next thing I remember is So Icy. So man. But he still was a guy with a song. He wasn't, he wasn't like what we know of him to be now. Mm. Uh, and so, of course, at that point in time, you would think that a bigger artist would take the song, essentially. But ain't how it happened. Man. Man, all of this over the So Icy record, which I, when I was listening to the So Icy uh, record, it wasn't, I don't even think I really, I I thought it was cool. I didn't By the way, really. I hated that song. Yeah. I hated that song. So, <laughs> Did you like the song, uh, wrong? I hated that song. I hate that song now. It was terrible. It was terrible, but it was a hit. All oh, these girls are excited. <laughs> Ooh, you know they like it. I mean, I never, you know, I remember watching that on, I think, BET. I think this is when BET had the music video. Yeah, it had to be. Um, I remember seeing that yeah. that video and just being like, ah, okay. The Gucci Man thing yeah. for me has always been a weird thing. As a matter of fact, uh, one of the times um, I was in Atlanta and uh, I was I was riding with uh, with your with your peoples around the town, and uh-huh. and your peoples was like heavy Gucci people. And I remember yeah. listening to a song which was like I can't even explain. Like I it was like <laughs> if a guy got on a record and was just saying stuff. Like just saying stuff. Nope. And I know all y'all Gucci fans, look, look, I'm not dissing Gucci. I'm just saying what I heard as a guy that's not from Atlanta. And when you hear this I don't even know if it matters if you're from Atlanta. I guess if you're from Atlanta, you may understand it more. I yeah. listen. I'm listening to it as a guy that didn't grow up listening to to those type of sounds like that. Like you can't be inaudible. You can have an accent. You can kind of <laughs> like say things the way you say them from where you're from. But what I heard. My brother, I heard inaudible. Like, if someone was captioning what he was saying, it would be, like, inaudible. Inaudible. Like, if you just, it, what is he saying? But the people in the car, and I'll never forget that moment, uh, like, riding around, riding around town, because I learned something in that moment. Like, I was like, you know what? Because I left Atlanta thinking, like, okay, this, this Gucci man thing cannot be a real thing. Like, this, like there's no way that this guy is going to make it. Like, he might just be a local act, but he's not going to make it. Uh, and and <laughs> I was wrong. I was mm-hmm. wrong. And I, to be honest, my little cousins 
they started, you know, my little cousin, especially my cousin, um, you know, uh, my cousin L from the South, you know, you know, they was bumping mad Gucci, man. And I was mm-hmm. like, this is so funny because I think when I heard it with them in Atlanta, I was like, oh, OK, I was aware like they I'm aware of Gucci, man. I wasn't really aware. I might have loosely, but not was really aware. OK, I listened to them. They they're playing me stuff that I never heard after leaving Atlanta. Like I never heard those records ever again. Yeah, ever. Like <laughs> these were records that I never heard again from leaving Atlanta. Then my cousin comes up. He's playing Gucci Man, and they and these are records that I didn't hear either. And it he was better. The one thing I would say from the time I heard him in Atlanta to I'm home, uh, you know I'm in B more and like. I'm listening to it. He was better, but it still was like he's not on beat. Like I'm kind of, you know, we're from the same era. Like a guy not being in pocket, a guy not being on beat, a guy being inaudible. It's a lot that you asking me to say. I can get with that. I I just was kind of like ah, oh no, but Gucci is a testament of a guy that just never stopped. He just kept putting out records. We just got finished saying he's got a hundred mixtapes. Like he just never stopped. And that is insane. And I watch people that up here, you know, they can be very, um, I don't want to say bougie, like not bougie, but just like in the Northeast, they can be kind of like, they're very particular. Like, they can be like if it's not something that sounds like what they have heard, they can be a little standoffish and be kind of like, nah, you know. And I watch those same people start to like become Gucci fans. And and it's a testament yep. to his ability to just and he became better. To be honest, like when you hear Gucci now and to what Gu- the Gucci, that early Gucci. He's a much better rapper. He's a much better rapper. Even in the way that he puts rhymes together, it's like yeah. night and day. So it, it is a great thing to see. But I, you being in Atlanta, you really saw the actual. I saw it. I saw it happen <laughs> live and in person. And um, I like you. You know, like you said, we're from the same era. So, uh, and to be honest, and to be transparent, and to be fair as well, that's a lot of things to be at one time. But um, when I first heard Jeezy, I didn't get it. Yeah, I did. I could, I could hear that. Um, when I heard Ti, I understood it because Ti is more of a traditional MC, even though he has an accent. It's an Atlanta accent, so I'm used to that. But he's a he's a he's an MC from the traditional standpoint. You can tell he has talent, skill. He respects the trap. When I first True. heard Jeezy, when I first heard Jeezy, um, no one had seen, or at least I hadn't seen Jeezy. He didn't have videos. He didn't have nothing. All you heard was his voice, and the voice was distinctive, but. I didn't understand the hoopla. Like I said, it was like one summer where every car was playing Jeezy. I'm like, who's this guy Jeezy? Everybody keeps talking about this guy Jeezy. Who's this guy Jeezy? Every car. 
And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, he has a unique voice. I understood his voice was different, but other than that, I didn't understand it. Over time, I got it. And, and, and grew to at least appreciate it. You know, I never became a serious Gucci, I mean, Jeezy fan like that. But I did at least like some of his music and, you know, appreciate it. With Gucci, it took a long time. Yeah. I, I, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. And, right. he, and and you know what? To piggyback off of the, the Jeezy thing, I don't, I think, because the early Jeezy stuff, I could hear punching. Like, I could hear that he punch. Like, I could hear he's punching yep. probably every line. You know, I can yep. hear, you know, da-da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da. But you can hear where they stopped it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I mean, so he's punching whole songs, which people do, but I can hear like the way that they're doing it. And it's kind of like, um, I just was kind of like, I like, but I, but it, I think what made me like Jeezy was I think the sound. I was very into what Shorty Red was doing with, uh-huh. with Jeezy. It to me it was a perfect a perfect marriage. Like when I heard Trap or Die, I was like, okay, this is my type of like I like this sound. Like I feel like with Jeezy, and he got better, but I feel like even his early stuff to me, I still felt like I can I can see what you're trying to do. Like I can see that mm-hmm. there is a some, you know, it got to be audible for me. It's just some of the, you know, it's like when I heard Trapper Die, Air Forces, um, um, gangster music. I mean, Thug Motivation One on One. I can't lie, that was my. I had that. I had that CD on repeat. Like I really that <laughs> that time, you know, the the drums and just the sound. I was just I was really into what they were doing, and uh, I would say also the Gucci. Gucci thing is a very funny thing because my little cousins at that age and I was I mean we're still young but I'm a cu- I'm a couple years older than him and I they really made me feel old with, when it came to Gucci with Jeezy I was we could ride together and it was cool but with Gucci they made me seem old and I really held long on like the Gucci th- I, matter of fact there might have been a time when cats would tr- like this CD days. Cats would bring CDs, right? And um, uh-huh. I was slow to put in Gucci. Like, sometimes I would just relent and just be like, all right, well, y'all didn't listen to so much Mob and and so much um, Jay, Jay and Nas. And, you know, and to a degree, that wasn't really what they was into. So I'd be like, all right, uh-huh. y'all can play some. And the way they would energize off of Gucci, I, I, it took me a really extensive long time to get with the Gucci stuff because I just was I don't know what it was on I mean I think the first part is obviously just the sound uh, as somebody who played with rap or did a little something I you know you know you know one and two and three and four and so when you hear it it for a person who knows it it disrupts your whole stuff when you hear somebody that off but you know 
you know, it it somehow found its way. It, it is a mystery. I, I think Gucci Man might be the greatest mystery to music <laughs> that ever was. Because how many cats did we hear on mixtapes, East, West, North, South, that did what Gucci did and never made it? Like, never made it. Yeah. Like, you know, Gucci's the only guy I have ever heard in life just kind of does all the rules don't apply. That's the one thing, like I was saying earlier about the battle. I'm kind of like, look, Gucci with Gucci, rules don't apply. What you think should be may not. And throw the rules out the window of what should be. Gucci is an right. anomaly. Yes. And um, shout out to, I guess we shouldn't, they ain't paying us, but shout out to Complex. Um, I'll, I'm just bringing it up on my on my computer now. Complex actually put out a whole article, you should check it out, The History of Cheesy and Gucci Man's Beef. They go line by line, year by year. And, um, Exactly. It's actually pretty accurate. So um, if anybody has time and they're interested, um, hey, definitely shoot me, shoot should me check that, that link out. When, shoot me that link when you get a chance. I uh, definitely will. I definitely will. Um, now, speaking of the battle, right? So um, as you were saying, and as I was saying as well, and we, and we talked about this with battles before, Jeezy very obviously has the more commercial hits, the more recognizable song. However, Gucci has so much material. And so, just like any other battle that we've seen and we've talked about previously, it's always going to come back to which 20 you play and when. Now, Gucci has so much to pick from, I don't really even know what the hell he's going to play. Um, but with Jizzy, you have more of an idea of what he's going to yeah. play. Now, it's also going to come down to those people that are in the room at that time and which side they lean towards. Yeah. Because in a sense, on a, on a, on a, in a different way, on a, I guess, a smaller scale, it could be some Scott Storch, Manny Fresh type shit going on. I hate that. I really do. Because Gucci, although, like you said, he's nationally recognized. I mean, your cousin's all the way in Baltimore is in the Gucci. So, I mean, Baltimore ain't the South. Uh, but. Now he, he's, you know, on. L's from South Carolina. Gotcha. Okay, okay, okay. So, yeah, so that's close to Georgia. So, that's south. But, um, so, regionally, like I said, I mean, it, it, could, it could be a toss-up, or I wouldn't be surprised. Like, if you, depending on who you ask in Atlanta, or in Georgia in general, it could it could sway towards Gucci, to be honest with you. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be especially surprised. Since, especially since Jeezy's Prime may actually be shorter as far as street record, as far as yeah. in the street. It might actually be shorter than Gucci's was. 
So she has unlimited street records, like unlimited. Yeah. But it will be do people like I once again, I think the best part about Atlanta and and probably the worst part when it comes <laughs> to something like this is Atlanta is such of its own bubble before we had this bubble uh, that we're in yeah. right now. It had its own bubble. Like, um, like it has such a dope music scene and there's so many records that I didn't know existed. And then when you in Atlanta, you know, you listen to the radio and you like, Whoa, what is this? Whoa, what is that? Whoa, what is this? And so <laughs> Atlanta's going to know these Gucci records. And, That's right. And, um, but I think, but, the, but everywhere else, <laughs> that is going to be, you know, you know, like I know the record, I'm a dog, I'm a dog, you know, but does everybody know I'm a dog? Does everybody know? Uh, I mean, I think everybody knows bricks, but it's, it's like, and then I think that. The the uh, I think the part that really can be a little scary about the battle, if if you know, I just hope Jeezy isn't cocky, and I hope either person doesn't play it like, yo, I'm just gonna clean this person. I will say, Thug Motivation One Hundred One is a very powerful piece of material, and what that did when it was doing what it was doing. You know, you he could, might snoop it. He uh, might do a snoop. He might do a snoop and play a lot of records off that, off that album. I would, because I, I feel like even even Gucci's best street record, um, Zaytoven's a great producer, but I'm I, I just feel like I feel like Thug Motivation's one of those things that like sonically. It just had between that and the recession does have like a sonic to it that it's like when you play it, it's just like kind of separates itself. It's kind of doesn't have and like what record are we saying that Gucci has that beats some of these records? We could say recession, Thug Motivation 101, uh, even 103's got a couple records that, you know. You know, could go like I feel like Gucci on some level, in my opinion. Some of these records, they like cult hit. Cult hits are hard to gauge because it all depends on where you from and where you at, and did you hear that in the club like that? Right. You know, like it depends. Like he plays photo shoot. Everybody's heard photo shoot. He's got a couple of them. Everybody hurt, but if he played photo shoot and then he played, um, I went from old school done to new air force. I mean, I don't know. Uh, uh, uh. It, it's gonna be. I don't think it's gonna be as much of a landslide as people would think. I don't think it's gonna be a landslide. I just hope that Jeezy's not cocky. Because Gucci has way more street to pull from. He does. He does. Um, it's it's also gonna come down to whoever puts together the playlist. Yeah. I don't know who's working on it. Um, 
it seemed like with Ross and Two Chains, it was like a combination of the DJs and then the artists themselves. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I don't know who who's going to put together the playlist and how they're going to play it and what what's going to be the the sequence. Yeah. Um, that that's gonna be the the termination of a lot, honestly. You can't um, you can't underestimate. I I think anybody that's ever took a big L is because they underestimated their opponent. They really sat down yeah. and did not have a big um, a real deep dive into their catalog. And I, I see people on you know, I'm seeing Jeezy talk a little stuff. I haven't seen too much from from Gucci. He might have talked a few things, but uh, I haven't seen as much from Gucci. But I'm not. I think if you really come up with a really good playlist, like you just said, and I and I think you just gotta be smart. Like his timing is everything. When he plays yep. photo shoot, do you have something like? Are you like I like how Two Chains talked. After the Rick Ross battle. Because you can mm-hmm. tell he was trying to strategically figure out. He was like, I knew he was going to play that. But then he didn't play what I thought he was going to play. I, I want to hear the chess game. If you think you're just going to roll up and just play your best 20. That's not going to be. That's not going to be. You You really rolling the dice. Because. You know. Look at. Look at. Jadakiss and Fab. Fab had records. But Jadakiss negated, he nullified Fab's ability to battle. It wasn't like Fab, yo, this is fabulous. Like it wasn't like he didn't have the records, but he he Fab just did not have a tactic. Nelly didn't have a tactic. And so I think what we've seen from the battles that have gone bad is you can't just willy-nilly try to just throw, like, a Apple playlist up and think you're going to beat somebody. Like, you've got to really have a level of chess. Strategy. Definitely. Strategy. Yep. For sure. So, predictions. What What's your prediction as to how this is going to turn out? I think whoever hits the first 10... The, the first 10 will decide this battle. The first 10 will, first 10 records will pretty much decide who wins and, and who loses. Um, I don't think if you get past 10 and you don't have a clear understanding of who's leading, even if it's close, I think it, it just becomes people remember a landslide was had in the first five to seven records. Um, if if whoever plays the best five to seven records early um, and gets the wins on those, I think the latter 10 is going to be kind of like going back to what you were saying about, you know, Jeezy had a time that he had records, but he didn't have maybe those, 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 sledgehammers you know all there mm-hmm. might have been one that that, that kind of is a is a hammer that kind of happened later um he might have to go in his feature bag in that latter 10 
that's why I feel like that first ten for 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 um for Jeezy is very important. Uh, for Gucci, I think is really like Gucci to me is playing with house money because he's not a he's not seen as a star in the same light as Jeezy, and so he's gonna play. If I'm Gucci, I'm just gonna stay in the mud. That's where I've been. You know, that's where I've been. And um I'm gonna just play my my joints and uh let the chips fall where they may. But I do think whoever plays the first five to seven um and really gets some solid wins, and I would I would argue really make a movie. I, I think whoever makes the movie is gonna be uh the guy who wins the battle. And and honestly, Gucci's a very, you know, Gucci, like I said before, like him being an anomaly. It's not just that Gucci raps. Gucci has what we have seen in other artists where we go, man, he can rap, but it just seems like people not listening or man, he can, he can, he can look the part, but he doesn't have, you know, the wordplay and things like that. Gucci is a star in just who he is. Like, yep. you you walk down the street and you see him. He does not look like anything else that is around. Like, he is a very unique individual. And he's going to come there probably looking very Gucci man, Burr, all of that. And he's got charisma. He's able to, I, you know, I would not. So to, to answer the question, um, and I'm going to say it off the brick. I, I really think, um, I feel like Jeezy will win. I don't think it's going to be as, I don't think it's going to be a landslide. And I think Gucci's going to come a lot closer than people think. I think he's going to come a lot closer than people think. Just because his catalog is just stupid. It's just a stupid catalog. Yep. And it's just too many records. Yeah. Um, so, basically, my prediction is exactly the same as yours. <laughs> so, we're on the same exact page. Um, honestly, man, I, I feel like it's going to come down to exactly what we said. Um, the more recognizable songs, by far, are going to be Jeezy songs. And that's because Jeezy had that crossover appeal. Absolutely. I mean, there was a moment where he was going platinum on every album, or maybe double platinum, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Gucci became a star as a personality. Exactly. His music is well-known, but not well-known in any way to the level that Jeezy is. And so, as long as Jeezy doesn't completely screw it up and play songs from a new album or some stupid no, shit. Please no, please no. don't. Don't play the new... That's that, sh- uh, that's that stuff I'm talking about. That's that stuff I'm talking about. Yo, you know, I know normally people would see. Now, I'm going to text you. If he does that, like, yo, yo, normally... I will play this, but you know, I'm so confident. I'm like, ah, uh, yeah. 
Come on. Yeah. Come yeah. on. I mean, Jeezy has songs with, with Kanye. I mean, Kanye sampled just his ad lib. Like, yeah. there, there's so much that Jeezy can pull from. Um, you know, uh, he has a song with Rihanna. Like, I mean, there's so much that he can yeah. pull from that the casual fan, which most of the time is versus, it's a lot of casual fans in there. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Casual fans, they're not going to know those Gucci records. They're not. Atlanta will. Oh, Atlanta you know, will. will. <laughs> Alabama will. You know, Tennessee, the Carolinas, they're going to know those songs. But outside of that, I don't know. But you, again, them Gucci fans going to be there, though. Them Gucci oh, fans gonna are going to be on that, on that, on that, on that IG live. Them Gucci fans are going to go crazy, you know, just crazy. Like, yo, I remember that, yo, that was on Wilt Chamberlain, yo. Like, oh, that was on the bird print too, yo. Like, yo, like, you know, I've been surprised yeah, at the girls that have been like, you know, a lot of girls have been putting up Jeezy or Gucci, and a lot of girls have, have said Gucci, man. It has been very interesting to see. People love Gucci, man. People love Gucci, and he—he's a very unique figure. He just is. It's—it's it's not all about the music with him. It's more so about his story and his persona, and. One thing that is, Jeezy has the music, but Jeezy's persona uh, in recent years and Jeezy's staying power in recent years has it has declined. You know, you can't you can't deny that. Yeah, it definitely has declined. But I do think when people start remembering those songs, it's going to bring them back to where they were back in in twenty. In, in 2011 and you know 2005 and 2006 and I think my so my prediction I say all that to say my prediction is that Jeezy is going to win um, if he doesn't fuck up start playing bullshit that nobody knows or some new shit that people aren't interested in um, and but it will be closer than, than most people think because this she just has so much to pull from. But it's a shocker. I can't believe it's happening. Um, like I said, they 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 they're better men than me because it would not I would not have ever done that. It yeah. would be nothing for us to ever talk about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I think, you know, and I hate people that do that thing where it's like, you know, this is for the culture. This man, screw all of that, yo. I don't I don't care yeah, about yeah. none of that. Like, dog. You try to kill me like there's nothing there's nothing that will ever be cool like we will we just will never be cool and it's and I think that that's okay like I'm not this utopian thing that people keep trying to make like it's like Gucci has every right to not be cool with that you know what I mean Gucci has every right and whatever reasons that Jeezy want to not be cool he can be not cool but that's okay certain like some stuff is stupid, right? Some stuff is like yeah. it's all it needs is a conversation. There wasn't an actual real thing, right? Like a like a like a canvas and LL. Like 
Campus never did nothing to LL. Like he LL misunderstood a bar and just tried to just and just killed <laughs> cannabis for no reason. Poor cannabis. Yeah, man. said, yo, that was his favorite rapper. Like, he told him, like, yo, man, that was my, man, I'm a big LL fan. And, like, LL heard that and murdered him. It's not that type of thing. Like, it's not even that type of thing. This is a thing where, nah, man, there's real things that cannot really just go over on just the conversation. And I would argue that I feel like, and, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna let it go. This versus battle is really more about two artists that are in a position, I think, where Jeezy's got an album coming out, and I'm sure to some degree, Gucci probably he's putting out a lot of albums. He's, he does albums. He just put out a collab, uh, a label collaboration album, and. If you're both artists, you're looking at the, the, the situation like we're, you know, this is a pandemic. Like you want to get any look that you can get. This is the best look yeah. for either artist. Like their, their, their streams are going to go out the roof. And it's like from a business standpoint, it makes perfect sense. But I just think from a principal standpoint, they're better people than me, too. Like I just think that there's a certain point where. I just don't have, I'm not that evolved as a person yet. No. You know, I just think that if it's an issue and it can be talked out, let it be talked out in that moment. Or if, if, if we're not cool, we're not cool. When it gets to that other stuff, I just don't know if I can, if I can really find my way through that. And it's, it's very interesting to me. Uh, obviously, this is business, but it's very interesting to me how everyone feels like. Let's find a way through it, and and if it's real, it's real. You know, God bless them. But I do think that this is really more of like you can't make you can't write a better rollout for anything that they're doing. Like you, you know, like even the casual person knows, like. Yo, Gucci and, and Jeezy don't like each other, and, and, and it's a real yep. thing. And so um, we'll see. Um, we will see. Uh, we will uh, do another podcast after to kind of talk, I guess, about, like, how did they go about it? You know, what we, things we would have done differently, uh, where we were surprised, like, how they started or ended or, you know, in the middle, some of the strategy plays. And uh, kind of give them, you know, our Rob report. Also, we got a podcast. We're still coming up with the name. You know, we're going to branch off and we're going to do a new podcast. Uh, we're just going to, we got to come up with the name, but uh, be on the lookout for that. That's coming real soon. And that will be, you know, our own, a new, a new platform to talk hip hop and you know just other things that you know come to the mind you know probably a lot of music and entertainment type of type of jazz you know for sure you know what i mean so be on the lookout y'all stay safe out there uh make sure you wash your hands uh wash your damn you know we're we're coming upon this podcast is coming up uh thanksgiving is not too far away um, 
I guess we should also tell people, like, I mean, I guess debate how you want to go about your your Thanksgiving movements because, uh, you know, they're saying cats should very much be selective. So, uh, yeah. Only close friends or close family members, honestly. And, And if you can, it's not, you know, not it's not the best way to do it but you might just need to just drive by grab the plate don't even get out the car have them bring the plate to you and keep it moving you know for the safety of all of us yeah you know that might not be bad because maryland just got shut down today so (laughs) Uh, (laughs) that might uh, is georgia got (laughs) shut down is georgia got the shutdown listen in the peach state (laughs) As long yeah. as we have temp as the governor, yeah. Uh, it's Man, funny. As soon as I said that, I thought about who your governor was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I know. So people going to bars, going to clubs, like there's nothing, no man. Crazy man. Yo, y'all been. I've been seeing some videos in the A. Yo. Y'all been getting kind of lit. I mean, I'm talking like club nights for real. Yeah. Yeah. Like niggas smoking hookah around other people. Yo, that's got to be the... I'm sorry. We got to end it. But I I do want to say that has got to be the dumbest thing I have seen recently ever. Like I've never seen... Like, this whole year has been, like, you've seen people obviously have issues with staying in the house or just being different as far as just being more cautious about the way you move in the world. But, my God, like, seeing people blow hookah isn't the whole thing that we don't want to breathe in what other people are breathing. Isn't that the whole thing, this whole thing? I just don't get it. I just don't understand. That has to be the worst way to spend your time during this pandemic. It's in a hookah lounge, sharing hookah with others. Has to be the worst way. In a building. In an inside a building. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. Please don't be that person, ladies and gentlemen. Please don't be the person that is blowing hookah out into the world with other people going out hookah and you have no idea what these cats got going on in their lungs. I just think that, you know, if you want to make sure your grandma's straight, just don't do that. You know, that that's, that's not what to do. All right. Y'all stay good out there. Peace. Peace.